0: Steph Curry with the shot been cooking with the sauce Chef Curry with the pot boy. Live from the 301 Live from the pot, from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 72 Of Curry in the Pot Back again ladies and gentlemen Back with another episode A new edition of Curry in the Pot I'm your host Mike Curry And we got a lot of things to discuss So I don't really want to You know waste too much time rambling or rambling So I got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got Christmas coming up. We got uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of things have happened in the world of sports. And I am recording this time on a Saturday. This is Saturday morning at 8.27 a.m. I'm in the studio working. I didn't forget about you guys, so I got to deliver. But I got a lot of stuff to talk about NBA and NFL. It's going to be a big week in the NFL. Week 16 is going to be huge for a number of teams. And, of course, I got to talk NBA. I told you guys I was at the Lakers and Wizards game on Sunday. So, I got to talk about that. Got to talk about the Wizards. The damn Washington Wizards. And a couple other things. All right. So, just less than a week ago, just about six days ago, I was at the Wizards and Lakers game. And, you know, I mean, the Lakers played bad. They lost by 18. But I, I still had a great time. It was uh, I took my dad. Took my dad to the game. It felt good to be able to take him. Spend some time with him. We went to Matchbox down uh, in D.C. Went to Matchbox before we went to the game. Had some pizza. Had some uh, had some sliders. We uh we enjoyed ourselves, though, man. I get to the game. And as uh, soon as we get into the uh, Capital One Arena, the Lakers are coming out of the tunnels. It was crazy, man. Like, this, is my, this is only my second time seeing LeBron. The last time I saw LeBron, I don't know if a lot of you... NBA heads remember this, but you guys remember when the Wizards, well, the Wizards and Cavs used to always play in the playoffs, like every year in the first round, uh, in LeBron's early days in the Gilbert Arenas, Antoine Jameson, Karan Butler days. those days is what I'm referring to, and you guys remember when Gilbert Arenas at the free throw line, LeBron walked up to him, and he was like, if you miss this free throw, you guys lose the game, or something like that, something along those lines. That was the last time I saw LeBron James play, and I believe that was in 2005, 05 or 06, one of those years. That was the last time I saw LeBron James play. I was was really young, so it felt good to see him play, but LeBron, you owe me an apology. Matter of fact, you and the entire Lakers team, with the exception of Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, owe me an apology because you guys played terrible now i know you guys just played a great game the previous night in charlotte and lebron James alonso ball two teammates that have a triple double since vince carter and jason kidd I'm, I'm impressed but the thing is the next night you guys laid an egg now i do acknowledge that the Lakers are a West Coast team coming on an East Coast road trip, playing the second night of a back-to-back on a different coast. I do understand that, which is why I was mad, but I wasn't, like, pissed. Like, if they would have had, like, two days off and they would have came in and played that game, oh, I would have been heated. Because LeBron James didn't look like himself. I don't know if he was sick or what, because he didn't finish warm-ups. He didn't finish warm-ups. He left warm ups were like 8 minutes left and he came back like right before they agreed through the national anthem so I was a little concerned I was like is he sick is he... I don't know what's going on I, I was I was wondering but final score was 128 to 110 I am I am a big John Wall fan those of you guys that know me I've been watching John Wall ever since I've seen that legendary hoop mixtape when he was at word of God high school that mixtape is legendary if you guys never seen it Shame on you, but if you do, slap yourself. If you haven't seen it, slap yourself and go watch it. But for real, it was the greatest mixtape. who mixtape I've ever seen, probably? And and you guys got to watch that John Wall lockout mixtape. But John Wall's always been one of my favorite players for quite some time. And I would say he probably is my favorite player. He did put up 40 and 14 assists. Bradley Bill had 25 in that game. So, I mean, your two top dogs give me you 65. And even Jeff Green put up 20. You, you don't really stand a chance if you're the other team and if you're not playing well. LeBron only had 13. Kyle Kuzma had 20, but you got to watch the game. He had 20, but he had a lot of garbage buckets when the Wizards was up by like 26. And Kyle Kuzma was getting the easy layup. It was stuff like that. So I was a little disappointed, but I'm going to be back next year. Four years in a row, I went to go see my team. So shout, shout out to me. And then... What else we got? So we got that uh, that trade to happen. Another thing that, that made me mad was, I don't like the Wizards. I don't like the Wizards because... And they proved it to me again why I don't like them. It's like they play... When they when LeBron comes to town... I know I'm going a little all over the place. Sorry, guys. But the Lakers come to town and the Wizards play up to their potential. How they should be playing the entire season. They, they really got up for that game. But then they lose to... They got blown out by like the Nets like a couple games prior to that. But then they lose to the Hawks just a few days later. And they get blown out. Nothing against Houston, but they get blown out by Houston. But my thing is, if you can get up for LeBron, you should be able to get up for any opponent and not play down to your competition. Whether it's the Hawks or the Nets, the Cleveland Cavaliers, who they also lost to. I just don't understand. But last week, we had a trade occur. We also had a trade that died. It was supposed to be a three-team deal between the Wizards, the Grizzlies, and the Suns. And the Grizzlies were supposed to get Kelly Oubre. And Phoenix thought they were going to get Dylan Brooks, not Marshawn Brooks. Marshawn Brooks was the name included in the trade. And Kelly Oubre, Marshawn Brooks. Austin Rivers was also involved. And yeah, it was gonna be like that, but the Suns thought they were getting Dylan Brooks, which they weren't, they, and they the trade was gonna be Marshawn Brooks, so that, that deal died down. And then the next day, the Wizards and the Suns they just do their own separate deal, which is Austin Rivers for Ke- and Kelly Oubre for Trevor Reza. Now, I do love Trevor Reza, don't get me wrong, Trevor Reza is. He was an unsung hero in the 2009 NBA Finals, which my Los Angeles Lakers won against the Orlando Magic in a five-game series. But, Trevor Ariza is now 33 years old. And which bothers me even more about these freaking Wizards. The damn Washington Wizards! (sighs) Is, a few years ago, you guys remember when the the Wizards, they signed Paul Pierce? Well, before that, they could have re-signed Trevor Ariza. Trevor Reza left to go to Houston. Both teams offered him the same contract, but you know there's no state income tax in the state of Texas. And Trevor Reza opted to go back to Houston for a second stint because he was previously with the Rockets, and he got moved around to, like, the Hornets, then to the Wizards. Yeah, it was like that. And they could have signed him. If they would have upped the deal till about maybe a mill or two more a year, I think he would have stayed. And it would have been a bargain deal in today's NBA. I believe the deal was about eight, it was about eight mil for eight million per year. So four year, $32 million deal, something like that. I believe that's what it was. So if they would have offered him like, you know, four years for 36, 37, maybe Trevor reason would have stayed. So my thing about the Wizards is it's just a little backwards now. I always harp on this and I'm gonna always talk about this. Is the Wizards handicapped themselves by giving max deals to Otto Porter, in particular, Brad Bill, and John Wall. So, this is why they had to trade Kelly Oubre because trelly Kelly Oubre, uh, oh my goodness, I said trelly Kelly Oubre is getting ready to be a free agent after this season. So, they had to give him up. They probably weren't going to re sign him because, like I just mentioned, they're handicapped. And then you even got guys like Jan Mahimi, who's making $16 million a year. So, they definitely don't have any money to sign Kelly Oubre. So, I say this to say, they messed themselves up in the beginning. If they would have re signed Trevor Reason, maybe they don't even draft Otto Porter. Or at least they draft him, don't give him the max. They could have kept Kelly Oubre. It's just a lot of tricky things with these freaking Wizards, and they make me mad. And now they trade Austin Rivers. They had Gortot, but they kind of need Gortat. I mean, I don't like Gortat, but they kind of need him. Traded Gortat for Austin Rivers straight up, but they kind of need Gortat right now because Dwight Howard's out. They have Thomas Bryant, who was a second-round pick out of Indiana. He used to play for the Lakers last year, by the way. But that's their big man right now. And no offense, I like him. He's a high-energy guy, but... They don't really got no backup big either. So that's my spin on the NBA. Well, not quite. I want to talk about this LeBron Anthony Davis thing, and I think it's pretty real. So you got GM saying that LeBron saying that he would love to play with Anthony Davis is being considered tampering. I mean, it kind of is. It kind of isn't. Because if any other player would have said they would have loved to play with Anthony Davis, you know, it's not a big deal. I mean. Who wouldn't want to play with Anthony Davis, who is a really, really great player? And the guy's a, the guy's a machine. But the thing is, since they're both represented by Rich Paul Clutch Sports, which is basically LeBron's company, it basically is. But Rich Paul and LeBron grew up together. But Clutch Sports is basically owned by LeBron, if you think about it. But Rich Paul is this good man from way back. Is a one day one. So. It's his company. So Anthony Davis switched to clutch sports. And I mean, it kind of is tampering, but it's not really. I mean, all he said was he would love to play with him. But I think this thing is going to happen. I think Anthony Davis will eventually become a Laker. Do not know when. Uh, I just hope I just hope to see him in a, in a Lakers uniform without the Lakers giving up. I mean, honestly, my thing is all those young guys can go, but I wouldn't trade up all of them if I don't have to. That's my thing. They didn't, they didn't go for Paul George. They didn't go for Kawhi Leonard. So, Anthony Davis, you have to go for. Anthony Davis is only 25 years old. So, that's my little spin on the NBA. I did a little ranting to you guys. Sorry. But, I had to talk some NBA and about what's been going on. I had to share my experience at the Lakers-Wizards game as well. So, let's, let's move on to Week 15 in the NFL. And, I did really good on the picks, guys. I, well, not really good. But, I did 10 and 6 is like that should be the standard for me 10 and 6 last week week 15 and my dad went 7 and 9 on the picks not gonna really spend too much time recapping because i want to talk about the big playoff picture in the nfl and because in week 16 there's gonna be 12 out of the 16 games there are gonna be 12 games with playoff implications so i really want to talk more about Week 16 more so than week 15. But I will recap it because a lot of crazy things did happen. Had some really good games last week. I talked last week about uh, the Chiefs and the Chargers. We know how that went. 29-28 was the final score. Mike Williams was the big story in that game. And the division is all is all tied up with the, the Chargers and the Chiefs. So it's a shame that both of these teams are currently 11-3. But one of them will have to play in the wild card. It's crazy. Chargers have a big game against the Ravens tonight. The Chiefs have a big game on Sunday night football with the Seahawks in Seattle. Saturday we also we had we had 3 games. We had 2, I'm sorry. We had 2 games. We had the Texans and the Jets. Final score was 29 to 22. I like what the Texans have been doing. Been playing really good football. I said, you know, early on this was my dark horse team in the AFC and probably and the whole NFL, they have some nice talent. Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins. We all know about J.J. Watt, Whitney Merciless. Those guys, Jadeveon Clowney. Those guys on the defensive side of the ball. I do think their weakness is in the secondary. And on the offensive side of the ball, their old line But I like the Texans, though. Final score was 29-22. to Next game, we have the Browns and the Jets. Final score was 17-16. Shout-out to the Browns, a team that I picked to go 6-10 this season they're six seven and one they made i think i think they're gonna win seven i think they're gonna win seven games at least and you know vegas had odds on the browns uh winning five and a half or i wish i would have put some money down because i i just knew it and the browns should really be like a playoff team if you look back early on in the season some of the games they lost even the tie browns are definitely better than their record indicates not the same old browns anymore ladies and gentlemen Sunday, we had a nice slate of games. We had the Redskins and the Jaguars. Final score was 16-13. to My skins won? My skins won? Josh Johnson. <laughs> Josh Johnson drove down the field on a very... First of all, he drove down the field, threw a touchdown to Jeremy Sprinkle. Redskins' defense held their own. Drove down the field again. Dustin Hopkins kicked the game-winning field goal. This was a game that I, I did not think the Redskins would win. I like those guys on the Jaguars defense, my guy Jalen Ramsey in particularly, that's my guy, that, that that's my dog, you know what I'm saying, Jalen Ramsey, that's my guy, man, and shout out to him making it a Pro Bowl, but that's my guy, I'm gonna talk Pro Bowl too, but I just thought, I didn't, I, I didn't give the Redskins a chance, and I'm gonna do the same thing this weekend against the Titans, I'm not giving them a shot, but final score was 16-13, the Redskins are still surprisingly alive in the playoff picture, it's crazy, man. Next game, we had the Packers and the Bears. Final score 24 17. Pick Chicago to win. They were also looking for revenge. I know you guys remember the week one game. Aaron Rodgers got hurt, came back, brought, brought Green Bay back, and they won. Bears got a little bit of revenge. Final score 24 to 17. Next game, we had the Bills and the Lions. Pick this game correctly. AO Zeke, you asked me what's up with me and the Bills. That's what's up. The Bills won 14-13. Final score. Yeah, they won. Next game, we had the Ravens and the Buccaneers. Final score was 20-12. I like what the Ravens have been doing, man. I really do. Been winning the game. You know, playing their brand of football. Controlling the clock. Running the football. Similar to what the Cowboys like to do. Lamar Jackson has been playing all right on the center. He hasn't thrown for over 200 yards. But he, he hasn't played bad. He hasn't played bad to the point where they just want to throw Joe Flacco back into the game. Final score, 20-12. Next game, Falcons-Cardinals. It was a big blowout. Final score, 40-14. Don't really want to talk about that too much. Tevin Coleman, my guy, Tico Raw, had big day. 11 carries for 145. He had a TD. Julio had a TD. Matt Ryan also threw for two TDs. Cardinals are really, really bad. If the season ended today, they would have the number one overall pick. Next game. We had the Bengals and the Raiders. I picked this game incorrectly. I actually thought the Raiders were going to get one, but shout out to the Bengals. And my guy Joe Mixon, this is my guy in fantasy. Picked him up off of waivers in like week three or week four. I don't know why he was on waivers, but I got him. He had two TDs in this game. propelled me to a big win in fantasy football. I am playing my guy Zeke that I just talked about. I'm playing him in the championship, so it's going to be fun. going to be a fun weekend. Final score thirty to sixteen. Bengals got the dub. Next game we had the Titans and the Giants. Final score was seventeen to nothing. Odell Beckham Jr. missed his second straight game with a quad injury, but seventeen to nothing was the final score. And Derrick Henry was the story again. He had thirty three carries for buck seventy on the ground, two TDs. Shout out to the Titans. Shout out to them. AFC South is really good, man. Got the Texans, Colts. Texans, Colts, and the Titans all jockeying for playoff position. It's gonna be crazy. Next game we had the Dolphins and the Vikings. I picked this one. In, I picked this. I'm sorry, I picked this one correctly. Almost picked against Kirk Cousins, but I didn't. Thinking about other weeks. Final score was 41 to 17. It was a blowout. They were able to sack Ryan Tannehill 11 times in this one. final score. Next game, Colts and Cowboys. (laughs) I told y'all last week. I told you. I told you guys. All of you. Everyone. I said that the Cowboys were not going to win this game. The Cowboys were coming off some really big emotional wins. Playing three straight at home, too. And they went on the road to Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, as I mentioned last week. Get y'all the stadium, name and all that. And... The Colts got it done. 23 to nothing. I knew they were going to win, but I did not think they were going to shut out the Cowboys. Should they be panicking? Maybe. I don't know. But I I would be a little worried. I don't think... I'm going to talk about the Buccaneers game in a minute. But shout out to the Colts and shout out to head coach Frank Wright. Former assistant with the Eagles. He had some intel definitely on the Cowboys from playing them two times a year. And... Marlon Mack had a nice game. Just shout out to the Colts for proving me right. Thank you, Colts. Thank you, Andrew Luck. Appreciate it. Next game, we had the 49ers and the Seahawks. We had a game that went to overtime, a thriller. And I picked this one incorrectly. I thought the Seahawks would get it done. And now they put themselves in a tough tough spot trying to make the playoffs. They have the Chiefs on Sunday night football. The Chiefs just lost, so... Both teams are angry, which should make for a really good game. Final score was 26-23. Shout out to the 49ers, who I said will be a tough out when they are at home. Next game, we got the Steelers and the Patriots. Final score was 17-10. Steelers got it done. We all know about the Josh Gordon situation. His time in New England is up. His career may even be over. He's also going to face another suspension. I feel really bad for the guy guy with a lot of talent a lot of potential and there's a lot of stuff going on mentally and a lot of stuff that you know he put himself in but you can only send your, your your best wishes to this guy man i really wish him well it's just kind of like a tragic story patriots lost though 17 to 10 sunday night we had a game that i don't think a lot of people expected it besides my boy mark simmons shout out to my man mark he loves the Eagles, and it's just crazy that the Eagles, their offense is different with Nick Foles. Now, we all know about Carson Wentz getting hurt and Nick Foles running the table with the Eagles last year, but it's like, it's happening all over again, and I do think the Eagles will get into the playoffs somehow, some way. It's just crazy that the offense is different. Sean Jeffrey's more involved in the offense when Nick Foles is starting, and the offense just looks simplified for Nick Foles. It doesn't look so complicated like how Carson Wentz has to do all of these things. It's like they simplified Doug Peterson, and I got to give the Eagles credit. They simplified the offense when Nick Foles is out there. I'm not saying that Nick Foles is better than Carson Wentz talent-wise. So obviously, we know that's that's not true. Carson Wentz should have won MVP last year, even though he got hurt. But it's just weird, man, how the Eagles are, are good with Nick Foles. Like, really good. Like... Really good when Nick Foles final score though 30 to 23. I think this game was a bit of a shock to a lot of people in the NFL. The Rams, I'm a little concerned about you guys. And then we had a Monday Nighter. We had the Saints and the Panthers. Final score was 12 to nine. This was like a baseball game in extra innings. Saints got it done though. No, they did just enough to win. Saints got it done. Panthers, though, what are you doing, man? You guys lost six straight, shutting down Cam Newton, could even lose eight straight now that you're shutting them down. And will Ron Rivera lose his job is the million-dollar question about Carolina right now. Before I transition to Week 16, I want to talk about the Pro Bowl rosters came out, and don't really want to spend a bunch of time on it, but it was some guys I believe that, that did get snubbed. Darius Leonard, linebacker for the Colts, he definitely should have made it over C.J. Mosley. It's kind of of an embarrassment. Andrew Luck, I definitely think he should have made it over Tom Brady. And... I don't know. You can make your case for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, and I do think that Russell Wilson should have made it over Aaron Rodgers. But like I said, you can make your case for a lot of people. The NFC running backs that made it were... Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, and Todd Gurley. So, I mean, you can make a case for Alvin Kamara. And the guy I really want to make a case for is Kristen McCaffrey, who right now is leading the Panthers in rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. He is only one of three players to be doing it right now in NFL history. And the last guy to do it was Jamal Charles back in 2013. So what he's doing is pretty historic. But it's tough to, you know, argue. Saquon Barkley definitely been having a remarkable rookie year. Ezekiel Elliott has been a beast this year, too, as well as Todd Gurley. So, it's kind of tough. They got to do something, man. I don't know. It's it's tough. You got a lot of really... I don't know. We got a lot of good running backs in this league now. So, it's kind of crazy. But I want to move on. Before I talk about Week 16's games, I want to talk about the playoff picture. And it is really wild. Like I said earlier there are 16 games this weekend but 12 games have playoff implications so i'm just going to go over the playoff picture as it currently stands gonna start with the afc so as of right now if the playoffs were to start today these would be the teams that would make it the chiefs would make it and they would get a first round bye. the texans would also get a first round bye. they would be the two seed new england would be the three seed pittsburgh would be the four seed the chargers would be the fifth seed and i said earlier The Chiefs and the Chargers are both 11-3. One of these teams is going to have to play wildcard weekend, which is kind of a shame considering how great they've been playing, but they're both in the same division, so it's tough. And then you also have the six seed. The last wildcard spot would be Baltimore. And on the outside, looking at in the hunt, you have two 8-6 teams, which are the Colts and the Titans. And then you even have probably a long shot, the Dolphins at 7-7. with the NFC it gets wilder. It gets more bizarre than this. So, if the players were to start today, the teams that would get first-round buys would be the Saints and the Rams. Chicago would be the three-seed. All three of these teams have clinched. The fourth seed would be the Dallas Cowboys. The fifth seed would be the Seattle Seahawks, and the other wild-card team would be the Minnesota Vikings. And then the two teams in the hunt are the Eagles and the Redskins and they both sit at seven and seven so the NFC is going to be a dogfight because Dallas has not wrapped up the division yet and the wild card spots are also going to be up for grabs the Cowboys do have a chance to lock up the division clinch a playoff berth if they beat the Buccaneers this week so let's talk about week 16 here we go today at 4 30 p.m eastern time we have the tennessee titans hosting the washington redskins i'm going with tennessee i said earlier that i just don't i I have no faith in the redskins because i don't know which team i'm going to expect on a week-to-week basis we all know about the injuries josh johnson is starting again i just don't know if the redskins win i will be absolutely shocked because tennessee has a lot riding on this game as well and the redskins They're in the position to make the playoffs, but they're not really going to make it. They're in the position, but how am I trying to say this? They're in the position, but they know they shouldn't be in the position, if that makes any sense. So, this game has a playoff implications riding for both teams. But I'm going with Tennessee to win this one. Next game, we have the Chargers and the Ravens. Another game with playoff implications. As I mentioned earlier, if the playoffs were to start today, the Ravens would be the last wild card team in. And the Chargers are also trying to get that first round by because them and the Chiefs are also 11-3. I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers to win this game. They are at home. Not that they really have home field advantage playing at that stadium, but I'm going with the Chargers. Just I just I just got a feeling the Chargers are going to win, and I think the game is going to be really close. I don't think you'll see a lot of points scored, maybe like a 21-17 type of game. I'm going with the Chargers. Next game, we have the Browns and the Bengals. I'm rolling with Cleveland. These are, the, these are Sunday's games. I'm rolling with Cleveland to win this one. Next game, Cowboys-Buccaneers. This is another game with playoff implications will the Bucks play spoiler what's gonna happen this is what I really think could happen I have a feeling about it if the Cowboys lose this game on Sunday they will not make the playoffs I think Odell Beckham Jr. is trying to wait until they play Dallas in New York I think he's waiting to come back for that game if he needs to I really think if the Cowboys lose this game, they will not make the playoff. That is my, I really, I strongly believe that. But I'm rolling with the Cowboys to win this one in a very close, dramatic fashion with like a Brett Maher field goal or something. I think that's what's going to happen. Next game, we got the Lions and the Vikings. I'm rolling with Minnesota. The last time they played Matthew Stafford, they sacked them 10 times. Detroit is at home, but I'm rolling with Minnesota because they are also trying to stay alive in the playoff hunt. It's crazy, guys. This is really happening. Next game, Patriots and the Bills. I'm taking New England. New England is at home. When is the last time the Patriots have lost three straight, first of all? And second of all, they're playing the Bills, who have been playing some good games this year. They actually have, to be honest with you. But I'm rolling with New England. But this is another game that has playoff implications, too. New is still trying to hold on. They have the three seed. They're the three seed right now. They're still trying to hold on. So this game is big for them. Next game, we have the Jets and the Packers. I'm rolling with Green Bay. Green Bay is currently 0-7 on the road, and I was listening to Colin Coward yesterday, and he said the Packers haven't gone winless on the the road since the 50s. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Jets will give them all they can handle, though. Rolling with Green Bay to win this one, and there is a reason why Aaron Rodgers is still playing. So I'm rolling with Green Bay. Next game, we got the Eagles and the Texans. This one is in Philly at Lincoln Financial Field. I'm rolling with Philly. They play better with Nick Foles, as I said earlier, for some reason. But I like the Eagles to win this one. I I really do. Next game, we got the Panthers and the Giants. No, I read this one wrong. I'm sorry. Colts and the Giants. Colts and the Giants. My bad. I'm rolling with the Colts. I'm rolling with the Colts. Odell Beckham will miss his third straight game. I like Indianapolis to win. In a close one, though, because the Giants have been good on the road, but I like the coaster. stuff. Next game, Dolphins and Jaguars. I like... I don't... Can, do I have to pick this game? I like... Give me the Dolphins. I'll take the Dolphins. I'll take the Dolphins. I did skip over a game. Panthers, Falcons. That's why I said Panthers. I like... I like Atlanta to win this one. Cam Newton is not playing for the rest of the season. I'm I'm rolling with Atlanta. Next game, we got Cardinals and the Rams. Todd Gurley will be a game-time decision, but I do like the Rams to win this one in Arizona. I'm rolling with the Rams. Next game, 49ers and Bears. I think this one will be better and closer than a lot of people think. I'm rolling with Chicago, though, because 49ers do play good at home, but I'm rolling with Chicago. And the Bears are also battling – they want to move up in the playoffs. They want to move up in the in the standard. They, they, they want to try to get a buy. And they still have a chance to. But I'm rolling with Chicago. Next game, Saints Steelers. This game is big for both teams. Both teams. Because the Steelers, they may not even make the playoffs. They are in must-win mode right now. Saints, not so much. But if they want to buy, they ought to keep winning. Steelers, though, they're currently the fourth seed. At eight five and one, they do lead the division, but Baltimore is right behind them at eight and six. They need this win. I'm rolling with. I'm rolling with the Saints. Next game, and the Steelers are also without James Conner. Next game, Seahawks Chiefs. That's the Sunday nighter. Hmm. I'm rolling with the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. It will be a close game, though. It's gonna also be a rainy game. And Seattle lives at home, and they are also battling for playoff position, as I mentioned. But I'm rolling with the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs. And then the Monday nighter, we have the Raiders and the Broncos. This game has no playoff implications whatsoever. This is a, another game along with the Jets and the Packers. that Don't really matter. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. And that's, that's just about it, honestly, guys. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Thank all of you guys for the love and the support. We do got some Christmas games coming up. And I do wish everybody a Merry Christmas. And we do got some Christmas games. I don't really like predicting like NBA regular season games, so I'm not going to do that. But... It's going to be some good matchups, though, on Christmas Day. I probably won't talk to you guys until next Thursday or Friday. But on Christmas Day, we do have the Knicks and the Bucks, the Thunder and the Rockets, the Sixers and the Celtics, the Lakers and the Warriors, Trailblazers and Jazz. So we do got a nice slate of games on Christmas Day. I sincerely want to thank you all for listening. Thanks for riding with me. Thank you guys for all the love and support. Happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. I love you guys. I'll talk to you guys next week. Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 72 is done. Peace.